Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, it's Jackie Zabrowski and Page 7 and Wizard and the Bruiser are going back on tour with the Release the Butthole Cut Tour. We're coming to your town. Hold it. Where are we going? Salt Lake City, Denver, Colorado, Las Vegas. We're going to Portland, Oregon, Tacoma, Washington, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, and St. Louis, Missouri. Where can they find tickets, MJ? For tickets, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. What's that again? Lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hell yeah. Give it your fucking all or you're dead to me. Well, it was going to be the DK rap for you, but now (laughs) because of the Taylor Swift TikTok, it has to be champagne problems. One for the money, two for the show. I never was ready, so I watch you go. go. Sometimes you just don't know the answer. Someone's on their knees and asks you, she would have made such a lovely Lovely bride. bride. What a shame she's she's fucked in the head, they said. said. But you'll find the real thing instead. She'll patch up your tapestry that I shred. Love is dead while dancing. (laughs) Never leave you standing. Chris falling on the landing. Champagne problems. Love is dead. This is the episode. If you have love, shred it. Um. Like the tapestry. She's going to put together. She'll patch up the tapestry that she shreds. Shreds. (laughs) And we are, of course, talking about the devastation that is Taylor Swift's love heartbreak. Joe Alwyn, you were never good enough for her, and we all knew it. Here's the thing. All right. I guess I think that this is the time. I think everyone can kind of tell. I'm like a closeted Swiftie. <laughs> I definitely... You, you've got a delicate balance of needing to be like cool. cranky to Holden right. about it. <laughs> right. And needing to be cool. Yes. But also needing to needing to like really act like Holden's a loser for it. Yes. But also maybe yes. secretly... It's really difficult for me like... and I want everyone to remember that it is very difficult for me. It's a fine line that I, well, I we walk. Got, to be fair, we got you kind of late. You came in on Evermore. I mean, it was... it was you were We were deep in. That's you got me two late. albums ago. And I honestly have not really listened to the rest of Taylor, but I am obsessed with the last three albums She's of beautiful. Taylor Swift. Yeah. And so there is this TikTok that um, went viral because it was ta- Taylor Swift on stage during the Eras tour singing Champagne Problems and during the like, she would have made such a lovely bride. She's just like openly 
crying as she's playing the and piano and people were wondering singing. why she was doing that people were like what she, that song's not even about her, any of her relationships that's just like a because that was a part of course of you know folklore and evermore were all song like songs about fi- fictional situations and stuff uh, and not for once stepping away from the autobiographical uh, nature of her work that's why it's called folklore and evermore MJ whatever okay, you know these things <laughs> and it's a little upsetting that you're being like oh that wow a, that's that was such a parent cat. reaction. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Yep. Wow. It's the same reaction I have to hearing about like the different uh, characters in, you know, Paw Patrol or whatever. I'm just right, like, interesting. Right. Yeah. Well, wow. they did what? <laughs> <laughs> uh. It is, this has got to be. So apparently, you know, the word on the street is they broke up like some weeks ago. Yeah. And yeah. they kind of just fell out of love with each other. But Holden, are you. A, devastated. Yes. B, excited for How the music you. that is going to come yes. from this. Or for her newfound availability. C, I thought that's what her you Her newfound availability. You know, or C, newfound availability. <laughs> I just feel like I wanted it. I definitely wanted this moment to come, but not now. Not here. Oh, I yeah. Wanted, not in the middle of her tour. I wanted, Can you imagine what she is going through? I, and oh that's why I'm going to ask everybody, like, I know maybe you don't pray or whatever you do. You <laughs> light a candle next to a cup of blood in front of a goat or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> moon water. Do. Where my moon water bitches at? All my fucking weirdos at. Where my weirdos at. But, like, <laughs> if you guys could, like, keep Taylor in your thoughts during this difficult time. And I know you're like, oh, she has everything. You're, well, you know what? Sometimes the heart gets defiled, even for the lady. You know, she's so lucky. She's, she's a star. But she cries. You know what I mean? cry, cries. Yeah, man. Right? And so yeah, I, know I think it. maybe if you could be on this journey with her, with us, with me. But didn't you ask Lex to pray for her yes, all the time? I asked and Lex to pray and for look her. what happened, Lex's- Holden. I think yeah. you asked Lexi to pray for her. And I'm not saying that Lexi has some sort of curse, but I am saying maybe right. Lexi prayed for this. For I'm her not trying demise. to throw Lexi maybe, under the bus. That's maybe a really she good prayed point. for it. That's really a good point. And when I was like, hey, if you could really be sort of doing the same thing, if you could be praying for her and thinking about her, and she just turned to me and she's like, oh, she'll be fine. And you know what? I don't think sh- I don't think that was an okay response. Whoa. We are back. We are back in couples therapy because of that. <laughs> and I honestly feel like, anyways, love is dead. So what is even the point of any of it? Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I guess I'm in a marriage at this point. But it, and since Joe and Taylor uh, broke up, I'm like, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in it. Maybe you know, together I'm going for to church, but I'm not believing in God. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just not happening. <laughs> yeah, man. Six years. Well, I, but I hear word on the street from the Gaylor <laughs> faction. Um, now, uh, MJ has a really big, big in over in the world of uh, Gaylor stands. And uh, what's what's the word over there, MJ? I've got an unnamed Gaylor source um, who... <laughs> Who wrote? I love that she was like, "Please do not, please do not, please do not mention my name." Mention me. I texted her and I was like, "You need to tell me what to think about this." And uh, (laughs) and she responded. The con- of course, uh, for those that don't know, Gaylor stands are are people are are Swifty fans that are dead set on the fact that Taylor Swift is actually either gay or bisexual. Yeah. Right. And I I I know that this had come up, Holden, like, and that you had mentioned it, but given how 
queer our audience is. Uh, I'm surprised we don't get more from the Gaylor Conspiracy Corners of TikTok because it is a rich text, the the Gaylor Conspiracy Theory. But uh, but my Gaylor texted, the contract has ended. All her breakup songs are already happened because of that breakup with Carly Kloss. Her next album is going to be 1989 style, Singlor, parentheses, Taylor, but single. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> and uh, my source also wrote, Hetlers are being insane by going. I just realized, by the way, Hetler sounds way too. So that's he- people who think she's not gay. Hetlers are that, what uh, gaylers call people who that think sounds like Hitler. It does. That sounds like Hitler. It does. It's tough. It does well. <laughs> Interesting. Why do you think about that? For a second? <laughs> I don't even know the connotations of that. You Hetler. <laughs> How dare you attack me in a moment where I'm in a moment? <laughs> so yeah, you there's Hetlers I mean? who think that Taylor Swift is heterosexual uh, and there's gaylers who think that this was kind of a i guess like a kind of tom cruise katie holmes-esque contract um and so now uh, the, the gaylers are excited it sounds like they think that uh, well i don't know holden do you think that the, the next album is going to be singlor <laughs> taylor but single 1989 style is that exciting to you none of these words mean anything to me <laughs> I think 1989 is probably at the end of the day her best album, even though my favorite album is Reputation. Oh, I did so know of this. Course, of course, MJ. I fucking love another 1989. But can we all put our feelings aside about the music we want to hear for two seconds and think about, can you imagine? Because this is the thing. You, you, I'm going to make an accusation here. You guys and everyone who's listening and everybody else has never, like, I don't think loved as hard as she has loved. <laughs> and so, and we know this because of the way that she, can you turn a feeling into a phrase? I don't think so, but she can and pin it down on the page. Mm. And so, you know, it's profound in that way. Yeah. So I just, I, at the end of the day right now, I'm concerned about her journey, mental health, yes. her ability yes. to get through the day. Snaps like, to that, whole Snaps to that. I hope she's like leaning into her vices. I hope her Starbucks coffees are extra desserty these days. <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind Self-care of thing. Self-care comes in many Self-care ways, Self-care comes in many Tay. ways, Tay. And if you need to like burn your hair or something to feel better, I just want you to do whatever you need to do. You know what I mean? So what do you think the burning of the hair is? <laughs> what do you think? Where is, where does that know. make someone feel I better? I don't know. Is I that, can't. I'm trying to put my head, a, a sexually frozen, fuckhead, 40-year-old, I'm going to say bastard man. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I, you know what? I would also say that. <laughs> <laughs> Waste of space and talent and everything uh, else. I wouldn't say that. I think that's going too far. <laughs> but the bastard man part, I would I would go with. 100%. And yeah, now we've got our April real ready for next week. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> you're actually God. a bastard man. You said you're it and we laughed like uh. it was a joke, but it's true. <laughs> you're a bastard man. Yes, also speaking of April, April 19th, Reels. April Reels is upon us. I, I just want to say, Holden, backtrack McNeely I'm over here. I'm like because a, such a politician. I'm such a you kissel are. Right you're being now. a flip flopper. Such over a kissel. Yeah, you're just sorry. Sorry. drinking BLs. Yeah, totally. And I'm loving. Yeah, be it Bud Light Limes. I've been drinking. Yeah, a ton is of it them. on your bingo By the card? Way, keep, what else does he keep say? buying <laughs> them for him on the road? He loves when people add to Bud Light. <laughs> Bud Light Limes, always becoming Bud Light Limes. He loves it. But no, April Reels Day is upon us. And for those of you that are new to the podcast, we celebrate April Reels Day, which is the day before 420, so that you can smoke away the reels. And come join us over on twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho on April 19th, where we are going to be consensually to each other, telling each other truths 
about themselves that you don't really have the opportunity to say at different times. Now, here's the thing that if you're in person like Holden and I are, we do have a hand clapper. If you remember those yes. things that you held with a handle. Right. If the if you say something like maybe if you were ever wondering where the Holden McNeely is sexually frozen line comes from, <laughs> that it was from, from an April, April Reels. Reels day it, that I told him he was sexually frozen. And the hand clap and is he supposed has to, never forgotten it. The hand clapper is supposed to be like a you've gone too far, so yeah, far. Yeah, and I slapped her for he the sexually frozen he yeah. slapped me comment. for sexually frozen and that you know what I understood it and it crossed the line and now we talk about it years later people screaming at me while I'm standing on a stage that's sexually my favorite, feel free yeah. literally it, feel free if you come to the show. next tour if you <laughs> no, come out if you come out sexually scream sexually frozen from the audience and we'll know that you love us extra we'll know you know what the deal is so please do that and also again <laughs> lastpodcastnetwork.com for the release the butthole cut tour tickets yes we are we have got a bunch of dates that are already released and probably by the time this episode comes out we're going to have our September dates released as well at lastpodcastnetwork.com for tickets but also again back to April Reels we were originally going to do a toast edition because I, we've just, all been feeling like sensitive it didn't sit well with me though what is the point of people showing up to an April Reels if we're all just going to compliment each other so to we're going to earnestly express of- our love for each other I think that's <laughs> fine Holden I think that's nice too <laughs> well we're going to do both we're going to, but we have to have at least, don't worry, there will be at least one reel in the conversation, but it will be a more positive April reels in the sense we will be focusing a little bit more on compliments, sliding the reel in in a sandwich-like way, and I think we should also maybe eat sandwiches while we do it. So it'll be called Compliment Sandwich April Reels Edition. While we eat a sandwich. And it maybe will be- a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I think the thing is, is that this is the deal. If you If you're not making me cry and I'm not making you cry with your compliments- Bitch, you need to go set your hair on fire because it is <laughs> set it not on fire. Okay. But you have set got it on to fire. bring the compliments too. You cannot just come in and be like, I like working with you. You know what I mean? That's not gonna work. It's dude. not difficult enough. You gotta be like, when I was sad, you were there. You know what I mean? We yeah. need that level of of love. It really makes me have to go back to the drawing board. MJ, I don't I don't have anything to say to you. I'm so scared of what you guys will say to me. Like, I don't, I, this is why I was excited about a toast. And it wasn't just going to yeah. be compliments, Holden. It was going to be sincerity. That's the whole point of April Reels. Right. We don't like right. April Fools because it makes a, a goof on sincerity. And April Reels right. is about we'll realness and sincerity. And so we're going to tell each other. But we've just spent a lot of time together for the first time ever, basically, for me to be with you guys this much for the tour. We're about to spend more time together. And I, I'm excited to be sincere with you, and I guess now I got to say something I don't like about both of you. You yep. know what? We're also we know what I'm adding right here, right now. Vows. Vows. No. I already did. I just got married. We have to like end I with just vows. had to write vows. Do you want me to read the vows that I read to Jeff? <laughs> I'll just change use my the vows. name to hold it at MJ. Then okay, yes, but great. it has to be vows. Us. You have to promise us things. All right. So and how about this? Genuine. Uh, 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 it'll be like that camp game, rosebud and thorn. But it'll be like um, a toast. What are you doing with my rosebud? To- <laughs> rosebud and thorn is when you ask. You know what was the uh, the rose is a good thing about your day. The thorn is a bad thing about your day, and the the bud is something that you're looking forward to. I love it. Perfect. It'll be a rosebud and thorns. I don't. I just feel like you're talking about my clitoris. And we'll each have. (laughs) 
And we'll, and by the way, it'll be a rose. Ignore what she said. It'll be a rose ceremony. We'll all bring roses and we'll ex- do exchange. Have I been of reading roses. too much smut? Is this the, did I, did my, yeah, is my brain so chemically by changed? The mention of a rosebud. It's like so pathetic. I, I just can't. I like hardcore I pornography. I like to see people in a room just fucking. Where my smut babies There's out no there? Symbolism. Did you also think about that as well when you heard the phrase, just right? the word rosebud? We can't. And don't even give me uh, everybody on the Patreon talking about teats all the time. I know, man, because I hate the word teats. It's so upset. I don't like it either. I don't need this smut on my Patreon comment section. I, I mean, think I don't think do. anyone likes the word teats. Yeah, I, who does like the word teats? In fact, someone which I appreciate. I'm going to call. I'm, I'm saying it in, in a positive way. Morag, uh, who is one of our amazing part of our book community. Morag, what are they? A caveman? What is <laughs> How that? dare? Don't you ever? Morag is perfect. How dare you? <laughs> She is an angel of a human being, and she is currently nursing. And she's like, "That's the only time my breasts are teats. Yeah, is when I'm nursing. <laughs> then they are teats. Yeah. Other than that, like if it's not sexy time, they shouldn't be teats. No, they should never be teats. Does, does, is um, it common in romance novels to refer to them as teats? Jackie? Well, it, is it in like, monsters, like the word member in Ice Planet Barbarians, which is the audiobook that I'm reading over on the Patreon right now. Um, oftentimes the the big blue aliens refer to them as teats. Uh, um, and I think that that's more of just what they call them because in their tribe, you know, they were very cut off from society gotcha. on the, the planet of Nothoff. Nothoff? Nothoff. Okay. It's like Star Wars because they call it because when they first land there, when they first crash land there, the humans are like, this is like Hoth, Hoth but, it's but it's not. not. Hoth. So they called it not Hoth. Wow. Because they didn't know what the planet was called. <laughs> you are really rolling your eyes at my smut right now, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I'm going to make you read the Minotaur milking See? form. <laughs> because the Minotaurs need to be milked. How does it feel, Holden? You're trying to listen attentively and give an enthusiastic <laughs> wow, and then you get called <laughs> condescending, okay? I just I, Morning Glory like... milking farm. That's, what I, that's the homework I gave to you, Holden. I want you to read about the Minotaurs getting milked. We're like different planets in completely different orbits right now. I can't read about alien women getting milked out of their teats or whatever No, it is. that's different. Morning Glory Milking Farm is different. I'm fucking dealing with like a tragic, and a, by the way, this is a national tragedy. I'm surprised like, where's the president? Why hasn't he made a speech? Yeah, why isn't he speaking out towards the Taylor Swifties at least? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I you know, six years. Can I just together. say though? I thought they were engaged. They were engaged, but- they've been together for six years and I know they're very private with their relationship but every time I saw them I was like is there any lust between them they just seem so sexually sexually frozen my my people that's why he likes her my people yeah that's what I like do you think that she's sexually frozen no well dress is a convincing song to say she's not sexually frozen but she doesn't have a lot of sexy songs I would assume she puts so much into her music. What does she have left for the bed? <laughs> Dunkin' Cold Coffee can be brewed at home in your Keurig coffee maker with Dunkin' Cold K-Cup Pods. Just brew it hot over ice and enjoy flavor that's crafted to serve cold. The home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. 
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But also on this kind of crazy <laughs> tour, she's just not a rat. Like, no, I'm sure I that mean, they what, just don't see each other. Pretty much what I saw, there was an article I saw that really seems to be it. Like, it was great when they were in quarantine and she was, like, not traveling all over the world and constantly in the studio. Like, the patch of time where they really got together, she was, like, hiding out in England and then pandemic hit. They were writing songs together. They were around all the time. And then she just, like, got back into the pop star cycle of like album release and then this giant tour and it just gets to a point where it's just like you know I think you just like oh this is what it's like really like you know that happens I mean when you get together with somebody in one very specific circumstance you mean like, like in a pod of sorts yeah, yeah or, no, yeah I or know about that a, during, in a summer while you're loving you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it happens, it happens so, so fast. fast. Yeah. And yeah. then you get to school and all of a sudden you're like, this isn't the guy. He's I a greaser. His... I can't be with him. Yeah, I, I let this no, guy No, wait, Joe his... Allen's a greaser. He's a, I'm sorry. Throw it out there. Boros Noro. Oh, very Boros, Boros Noro. But, 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 but... What's Boros Noro? Joe Allen. What's that? Boros Noro. Oh, he's a he Starbucks yeah, man. He puts, he's a compatibility. Yeah, he puts me to sleep. Uh, but she totally. is a Starbucks Woman with great talent. He's a She's Starbucks man. She's a queen man. of Starbucks. Yes. yes. Right. But what do, what does he do? Why can't he just be her boyfriend on tour? What does he... If, not like he has to work for money, does he? You know what Joe Alwyn is? He's a coffee bean. I'm throwing wow. it out there. <laughs> oh, wow. That bastard's a coffee bean. Well, you know, I'm, I guess, it's like, I guess I'll hate on him, but at this point I'm so broken, much like many promises, mm. that I just well, don't even know if I promise. can hate it. Like, I don't even... I just feel lost about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in a hedge maze, and... There's a man with an axe chasing me in the snow, and I'm a tiny boy. You well, know what, what I mean? about <laughs> the fact that when one love dies, another love festers? And no, I'm not talking about the Adam's uncle. Family? I am talking about <laughs> just the the whatever lust is happening between Timothy and Kylie oh Jenner. Oh my god! Timothy is kissing on Kylie. I don't know. I know that he is literally old enough to be with her, but in my head, he's still like 17. He's a little boy, yeah. He's just How a child. How old is she, Even, though? Hasn't she been I a think child she, for a while? I think she's also a child, yeah. and not a child. I shouldn't say that. That's very demeaning. But um, I think that she's also very young. She's 25. Uh-huh. Man, I thought she Man. was older than that. Yeah. Wow, I thought, I thought she, she was, was older, older than, than that. that. I still have not recovered from learning KJ Apa's real age. Like I'm is still 25? fundamentally shook by wow, it. Wow, Timothy's 27. 27. How 27. old am I? Yeah. How old am I? I think I've gotten too old. Yeah. I am 79 years old. <laughs> when did he become 27 years old? I, I could date him. He's the, that's my that's my um cut off. I'm not going to date anyone younger than 27, but I will date Timothy Chalamet, if I have to. Would you? To Would it. you date Timothy? I, the yeah. problem with me, and this happens sometimes with my uh, sexuality, is that I don't know whether I have a crush on a boy or whether I want to look exactly like the boy. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 yeah, the trans dilemma. The, yeah, the, yes. the, the trans mask yes. who likes boys dilemma yeah. is, yeah, I, I, I find him very attractive, but I think that's in a I want it. For me and my body way, uh-huh. not like I want I it for me see and my it, body honestly. way. Yeah, MJ, I could definitely see it. Yeah. I think that you're. I think you're a lot closer than you think. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was totally. zombie Timothy Chalamet for like a pandemic Halloween, um, because all I had Ooh. to do was like put makeup on, you know, and just go uh, yeah. mess up my hair and like try to stick out my cheekbones, you know. But right, right, uh, you know, it's the outfits that really obviously put him over the edge. But you know, I don't. I just don't. 
I I don't have enough feelings about it's just like the Kardashians. I don't have enough feelings about the Jenners. I know that I think that it's weird that they're just famous for being people who don't do anything, but I don't really know if they're if I should like them, if I really shouldn't like them. I just don't. It's like a, the Kendalls and the Kardashians are a giant pop culture question mark for me, in part because yeah. we tried to not talk about them too much on the show, because if we did, we would just only talk about them because they are the because ones that dominate the news. That's yes. how good they are at staying like in the news cycle. It's it's Unbelievable really annoying. publicists. Yeah, it's, it's really incredible. crazy. They're, it's obnoxious. And, and also it's like, they do do things. That's kind of the thing is that they're like sleeper, really smart, savvy business people. Right. But at the same time, I'm still kind of bored by like the whole thing, the In whole aesthetic. Fact, all of it, it was just released yesterday that Kim Kardashian is going to be, she's starring in the next season of American Horror Story oh alongside Emma Roberts. So that like, so it's things like that where they're starring. just, they, yes, she's going to be like a big character. So it's not just like she the act? Billie Eilish thing in Swarm. Who knows? Has she acted before? We're about Not really, right? No. Not that I know I don't of. think so. Uh, IMDb or Jesus. I don't even think It is hard I to don't... imagine. Even though she's obviously a skilled performer, in a, in a sense, <laughs> it is very hard. Her life is a performance. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. But it's so hard for me to imagine her not being the exact character that she always is. But maybe that's who she'll be in American Horror Story and it'll be fine. I guess, can you refer to it as acting because of keeping up with the Kardashians? Like, I guess technically that is acting because it is all written out and everything. But everything in here that I'm seeing is all uh, as herself. It's like, yes. the, Ex like I've been thinking for, about this with Love is Blind yeah. and Arena and they and I, like there is an aesthetic now that I think Zoomers in their early 20s have from coming up, coming of age and being on TikTok and I forgive me if this is, if I sound like the rantings of an old man, you know, writing a letter to the newspaper, but like Irina. Ooh, I love, <laughs> oh, I love that qualifier. Okay. <laughs> Irina on Love is Blind, like, and obviously uh. she's a villain, but like, I do think Kim Kardashian is a, is, is not that generation, but I do think there is just this, this dominating um, personality model right now, which is, I think Arena is basically doing a Kim Kardashian impression, right? Where you just pretend you're on camera all the time and you pretend you're unbothered by everything and you're always yeah. like, every reaction you have, it's like you're kind of looking around to see whether the camera is getting it. You know, there's just, there's this kind of like brain dead, I'm always performing mode. Um, but also, I don't care about anything, and I'm really apathetic. Thing that does it? What does what I'm describing make sense? Yeah. It does completely. And and as someone that has so many emotions, I can barely keep the top of my head from exploding off of my body like a Looney Tunes whistle. <laughs> um, I don't understand any part of the like I'm fine. I'm like I can't. Right, right. I just feel every emotion, every second of just, and I have to let everybody know about it. And the children, they call that extra. Mm. And I wouldn't say that Jackie is a bit extra. <laughs> so I understand what Especially you're saying, when, but when I don't get it. she's wearing that newsy right. cap and she's got those papers, she's just going, extra, extra, yeah. read all yeah. about it. Come on, everybody. Yeah, yeah, and it's very I extra. I did cry this morning. <laughs> <laughs> that was, 
what texted Holden to warn him that we were getting crying Jackie. Getting that crying was, Jackie. When you meet up with people to record at 8.30 in the morning, you have to let them know if you've been yeah, crying I'm for the last 20 crying. minutes. Yeah. That like, I am coming in, I have been crying, and I need you to know. Yeah, no, that's good. I should do that. I should I should give you guys warnings about my mood. <laughs> it's just always funny. Like I, I I was I was in a really bad mental place for Henry and I to sit down and work on this like really ridiculous movie idea. And I'm just talking about all this very upsetting serious stuff. And then we'd cut to it's just like, so anyways, then this like this like goo monster pops out. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, like, go from, Switch back into it. Like, I'm like, I'm no, a I'm gonna put a man yes. and, then, and then singing about and then and then but Hopefully, transition. Maybe you put some of your pain into kind of, or sucked out some of the pain from T Swift, like poison, you know, and spit it out. I'll a spit bit. it out, which is not how poison works. But <laughs> yes, I think that I could suck it out and spit it out as well. And I mean, I let's give a little bit of love. I guess I should, if we're sending love to Tay, I should be sending love to Bowser as well. Uh. Peaches, 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 peaches. I love you. <laughs> I am, I to the point, if you have not watched the Peaches music video, I'm sure you have by now. Jack Black put out an entire music video as, as Bowser singing the entire Peaches song from the Mario World movie. And I did, I both went to Mario World as well as saw the movie. And I saw the movie because of the Peaches song. The Peaches song got me to go. And Jack you Black. You love Jack Black. I love Jack Black. <laughs> I love everything about him. I love him in, in interviews. Mm. I want, this is another one of these things. I don't know if I want him to be my father. I don't know what if I want him to be my brother. I don't know if I want him to be my husband. I don't know if I want to be him. Yeah. I want to be all of it. At once. I love Jack Black. I concur. He's just always been... I wanted to dislike him early on because he was a little extra, right. I felt like, mm. in the beginning. Um, but then you're like, no, it's just, this is genuinely this guy. I just I just smelled like you're secretly a dirtbag on him back I in the will... day. And then it was like, no, he's just great. I think School of Rock is when I is when it turned, yeah, for me too. Jack Black fan. Also, I will say, Henry did do a movie with Jack Black oh, and yeah. definitely supported the fact that he is as nice yeah. as you think he is all the time. Totally. He's just a really good stand-up dude. Can Kind of confirmed by how great he was through pandemic and like... You're just like, oh, I think this guy's the real, the real article. And then so, and that was, you know, the casting for the Mario movie was so divisive, obviously, with Chris Pratt and everything, but even other folks, but Jack Black as Bowser was a resounding like, yes. Unless yes. unless you are a com like Jeff and I had a big convo after the movie. Unless you are a comedic actor or you are a voice actor, you shouldn't be doing movies. You shouldn't be doing animated movies. In fact, even as I pulled up Kim Kardashian, if she's done anything, she did a she voice did in the Paw Patrol movie. And I'm just like, I get, unless you're looking for <laughs> distinctly that exact <laughs> cursed sentence. You know, right? <laughs> of course, you already hate Paw Patrol. Yeah, yeah, my kids are on a big Paw Patrol kick right now, and I it bet. is oh, killing God. us. Oh. Murdering us, but it is happening. <laughs> it's murdering us. Um, also, I, because I Chris Pratt was not. Good, yeah, good. yeah, that makes. I sense. think he was genuinely 
nervous about going too far and it sound like you could and but then that's the thing I don't know if that was a character choice because Mario is nervous in this a little bit so I I, I I'm curious to hear what other people have to say about it because I haven't looked too far into like the reviews and stuff I know that critics hate it and the audience loved it yeah yeah it's and it seems from what I've heard it's just a very by the numbers story but you know if you're if you're a big fan of of Nintendo or what have you or if they, you just grew up around it like just, I yeah, did exactly. I thoroughly enjoyed it it is hour and a half in and out yeah yeah. Great time. I, on the other hand, the world, I would say, save your money. Wow. I'm going to say it. Say, say more. I would say this. Wait until it's less insanely, intensely popular. Wait until there's an express pass. For, I'm. It really is true. The, if you do the express pass once ever, you will never ever be able to go back. It is impossible to go back. We had Express. <laughs> so you're talking about Disneyland for people who don't know what the fuck you're talking no, no, about. No, you're talking about, about Universal, Universal Studios. And Universal yeah. Studios is a new Mario World, Super Nintendo World. Okay. Uh, yeah, and 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 people have been so excited about this because mm -hmm. there is a Mario Kart ride. Yes. And now Holden and I went. We went with Henry and Natalie, and we waited two and a half hours in line for the Mario Kart ride. And I am someone that like I don't wait. I'm an express pass bitch. I don't like waiting for things. I don't even wait to like, if there's like, remember when the cronut thing was really big? Like I'm not yeah, waiting in line say, for a I'm, fucking cronut. I'm anti waiting in line. I'm anti the types of play, like the cupcake shop with the line around the corner. I fuck that. And, and also, honestly, any this kind is from of New York. This is New York drama, MJ. Yeah, yeah. no, and you're right. I just, it feels like a thing from 10 years ago. For a restaurant. Yeah, yes. yeah. I don't know if that totally. happens anymore. That feels like such a like 2013, like everyone's on Twitter being like, go get your cronuts. I feel like, did the, <laughs> did the pandemic destroy collective Maybe. long lines that you wait online no, for? No, because, because like Salt and Straw, which is amazing, you just need to know when to go. Uh, always has like it's on a an Saturday ice cream afternoon shop, ice ah. cream shop. That they they did the breast milk ice cream back in the day, ah. but they have incredible ice cream. They have incredible. Henry and I tried the pig's blood ice cream that they do around. Uh, oh, the look on MJ's face. <laughs> I don't want yeah. That. Oh they yeah. They also just do like caramel vanilla. Yeah. Like they don't. It's yeah. not all like bug so, ice yeah, cream. Yeah, but there and is stuff. bug ice cream. But we ate the ones cream. with the grasshoppers. Yeah, in yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But but, but <laughs> it is so good. It is such good ice cream. But yeah, I don't. I'm not going to go on a Saturday afternoon because. Fuck that line, and and honestly, any crazy restaurant wait at this point, I'm good. Bru that's why I, that's why I grew such a distaste for brunch. Yeah. Fuck brunch yeah. because I just hate the wait. waiting and the busy, cramped restaurant. I don't want to go when it's popular. I want to go at 5 p.m. to dinner. But I you guess, guess this is growing up. <laughs> With regard to theme parks, and listen, I am not, I've never been to Disney. I don't know, when I say it's Disneyland and you guys are both like, no, it's Universal Studios. Universal I know Studios. that's a meaningful distinction, but it means nothing to me. And not everybody has a yes, Larson in their life who tells them exactly how to curate their, their Disney experience. experience right, you know? right. And so some people gotta wait online. You gotta do your research for sure, though, if you're gonna do go to a big theme park these days because there are so many ins and outs and there's so many ways you can fuck up and just spend most of the day standing in a hot line. There was and just an article about this last week about how you have to spend, it's like a full time, you could get your fucking PhD in figuring out how to navigate Disney right now. There's like all right, these different apps. Oh, 
Ed can talk to you about it for for long periods of time. Like I, I he's my resident D- Disney and theme park expert on Whizbrew, and I have him on all the time to, to talk about this shit. Yeah. But again, we say this: if you're from Florida, you either love Disney or you hate Disney. Mm-hmm. Right. It's mm-hmm. just one or the other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's I I feel like the world itself, Super Nintendo World, was cool as shit. I wish there was. Oh yeah, it was beautifully done. I wish like, there it was so cool. Like I know that if this was something that I was like losing my mind over, or if we had like a seven-year-old with us, like yeah. the seven-year-old would have been like, "What?" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like. I think that you know, four people in their you know late thirties, early forties are are gonna definitely look at this differently. But I say that you're the big nerd. Yeah. You're I'm a big, big nerd. nerd. I thought it was awesome. I was like definitely down to just like check scope out all the choices they made, even in the line, right? Because it was like really cool to see all that stuff. The I inside think of Bowser's castle was, that was really awesome. Cool. Like, like half the line was boring and like whatever. But like once you move towards the second half of the line, there was like you you enter Bowser's castle and there's all this shit all we over the We were just in front of these tweens for like two and a half hours yeah, and they Jay kept didn't just, like the tweens. they just kept like coughing and and, and like <laughs> pushing into us and I was just like get me yeah, away Jay, from the tweens Jackie not a fan of the tweens and I was sort of <laughs> I had a Jackie buffer between the tweens so yeah I, I kept tw- getting locked back there I was between the tweens a little bit but and then MJ we saw a family that had literally the baby must have been ten days old <laughs> it was crazy ten and days line, old with and like five with, other kids and, and, with and, no head covering on it was and we're so... all and they're like, "Are you Team Mario?" And we're all like, "Yeah!" yeah. You know, it's like, and and the baby's just like, uh. like like uh, just a piece of clay. Yeah, I thought the baby was an animatronic from the park. It was so <laughs> tiny and like disturbingly young. But <laughs> disturbing. But you know, Ed Ed said it best. Like at the end of the day, literally, there's pretty much nothing's gonna be feel worth a two hour wait. Right? Especially when it's like a five minute ride. It's just so funny. I'm with like my best friends and I'm like, what are we going to do for two and a half hours? I was down to chill. I ate some edibles. Yeah, I was going to say, you, just I got, was... you got your California edibles. You guys will be yeah. fine. Just yeah, we out. were fine. You got to get a book then... of conversation starters, you know, would you but... rather? Things like that. <laughs> would you rather? But yeah, so I would wait until they express pass applies to. The cart ride, first of all. Second of all, I don't know if this will happen, but it gets a little less popular because it was just so packed. Like, you really you could just, barely move. You couldn't feel like you could really like get into that space because it was just like as soon as I your instinct as soon as you get in, at least if you're like us, is like, when do we get out of here? Because this is my like, anxiety I'm surrounded. I'm just covered in people. Um, you know, in a way that like the rest of the park was kind of a delight. With the older rides that are a little less popular, because then you can just like go right through it, especially with the express pass. But I think there's like a lot of potential there, but they need to tweak some stuff about the ride. They need to tweak maybe some things about like just the general experience. And I wish that they could add one more ride. I know that that exists in Tokyo. Obviously, Tokyo has the big one, and there's going to be a much bigger experience in uh, Orlando, Florida, that I'm very excited to, to go check out at some point, you know. But yeah, it's like, um, it's it's the ride itself is a lot of layers. There's an AR 
element. There's a game element. There's uh, and then the practical element, and it's all like just blasting stimuli at you in a way that uh-huh. <laughs> gets a little overwhelming. I feel like there's some. Tweaking. It was overwhelming. Overwhelming is the word for it. It I was mean, just too much, and I, like I, and then I felt like I was failing as I'm playing, especially like, in for, the ride. Like I kind of picked up on it a little bit better just because I'm video game brained, but Jackie is not, and so for her, it's just immediately like, what are we doing? We have to turn the wheel. Then we have to shoot the thing. The entire time, I was just like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> and how am I supposed to do it? What am I supposed to do? Because, like, Holden, also, we were all in one car, and Holden's like, you better not fuck this and up. I think we all <laughs> better not fuck this we up We had for to us. turn the wheel, like, in unison to get the coins for it. Oh, God. you're collecting coins to try to win, to try to win, to have the person with the highest coins at the end of the ride. This is the other thing about it, though, is that I feel like a ride like that is like a Mario Kart race in the sense of, like, you do it once, to like basically get a sense of the the course, they should and let then, you ride it again. Yeah, and then you yeah. do it again, and then the again part is where you like, oh, okay, now I know this, and I can like really sink my teeth into how this is done. Yeah, but there's but no again after a two no, and a half. I'm not wait. waiting to another two hours or whatever, which is why again I think once like the express pass is involved and there's just a little bit more fluidity to it all, you know, it'll be a little bit better. All I'm saying is that Jack Black brought a great kindness to Bowser that I think that you know, he needed. You know what else he brought? An, another news story that has been hitting the rounds. He is very outspoken about having in the sequel for Super Mario Bros. movie, uh, one Pedro Pascal to play Wario. To play Wario, oh my God. yes. How great yes. choice. And great. he's very vocal about this to the point where there have been news articles written about it. So hopefully it'll, I think it might happen. Isn't I mean, that so, it gotta be so cool to be so influential that you can be like, I want this to happen. I want this to happen. Right. If I keep saying it, maybe yes. this is going to happen. And then it just like, maybe he could make it happen for yeah. him. Also, that would be so cool. How Such great to be no-brainer. where Pedro Pascal is to just be like, you never, I mean, obviously once you reach that level of celebrity, you never really have to audition for anything again in your life. But like where people right. are just vying to have you in their projects. It's yeah. kind of amazing to have the the person in the literally like I think at this point most successful animated film at least in terms of like opening weekend numbers saying you should be in the sequel. Like yeah. that's so crazy because you know that that contract for the sequel is going to be absurd. Like the amount of money that everyone stands to make off of it. And you know they're going to do it now because that movie was a bla- a huge hit. Huge hit. And it was so beautiful, too. Just so vibrant and everything. Mm -hmm. It really, it it was great. I I enjoyed getting really high and going to go see um, the Mario movie. Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Did you know that the bold, smooth taste of Dunkin' cold coffee can be brewed in your Keurig coffee maker and enjoyed at home? Dunkin's cold K-cup pods were crafted to be brewed hot and enjoyed cold. And of course, they're packed with the Dunkin' flavor you crave. Brew over ice and sip in seconds. Because the home with Duncan is where you want to be. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Is it just me and my 
uh, not currently high brain, but noticing that the aesthetic of the Barbie movie and the aesthetic of the Mario movie are like very similar. Very bright, yeah. very fun, very light. And I do wonder, you know, in talking about, you know, coming out of, uh, you know, a lot of us are coming out into the world again and that things maybe, I don't, this is obviously not the reason, but I think it is kind of cool of like, oh, look at these like, Fun, positive things that we can see because right. I feel like true crime has been such a way. And I say this as as a nepo baby of true crime. <laughs> true crime has had such a grip for so long that I think that some forms of media need to be like, all right, what if we just like do more stupid things? Yeah, right, fun, yay! I kind of like it, and obviously for both Mario and Barbie, it's like '90s nostalgia too. And like, but I I do like I I like the the. Even in the the Bowser and the Jack Black music video, it's like the the you can they're doing cool things with creating this like gigantic, rich, expansive universe, you know. And the Barbie movie looks cool for that too. It's those damn publicists; they know what they're doing because even Barbie has spun the trailer alone has spun off so many memes. It's insane. Oh my god! Yeah. Between using the Barbie poster as your own filter thing, everyone's obsessed with it. To the fact that, like, all of this, this talk about like she's everything, he's just Ken, and all these memes coming in, and really throwing under the bus that Ryan Gosling, he's too old to play Ken. <laughs> How he's old too is he? old. How old is Ryan Gosling? I should have looked that up. Looking it up. I, I mean, I, and how 42. Old is, 42. And how old is Margot Robbie? I mean, she looks timeless. She's 10. <laughs> she's 30. She's 32 and he's 42. Oh, she's 32. That's fine. She's not. She's no spring chicken. I think she's still spring. My God, my God. Dude, that's an old ass chip bird over there laying a fucking brown egg. I don't think she's old. Laying a brown egg. You know what I mean? No. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, it does. I don't know. I got, I don't really have a concept, I think, of older age now. Everyone looks young to me. I think it's because you're old. I know. And that's what's killing me. I don't know. I can't tell that he looks old. He doesn't look old. People. He's Ryan Gosling. He looks fantastic. Yeah, he's Ryan He's timeless. He's a timeless creature. Yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. Well, how old in is there a canon of how old Barbie and Ken like are? You know, I mean, they're made out of plastic. I, I think that's head, the whole thing. I, because they're made out of plastic, I think that that's why the internet is like, right. that's why they should be played by 20-somethings. But why? I think they have jobs. They're, they're like adults. 20, yeah. In my head, they're like 25. Five, yeah, I they're certainly say. not teenagers. Like they're, yeah, they. No. Uh, Barbie's got all. No, they these have jobs. all the jobs. All the jobs. Yeah, she's yeah. got all the jobs. Yeah, she has every job. They're fucking yeah. by slamming their bodies against each other. You know. Yeah, man, they're always naked because <laughs> I definitely always had them naked because I liked for them to lay <laughs> together. Uh, I don't have problems. <laughs> no, it is like I'm now convinced that taking off Barbie's clothes is like is not a sign of perversity, which we were all told as kids. I think it's just a developmental stage. Of course. Because like it's just like you just get to the you know, you're like, I want to take off the Barbie's clothes, but then like you want to figure out my kids now are very into fashion. I don't know where it's coming from, but they like really want to figure out new outfit. They got like a yoga Barbie for Passover and they immediately like 
re-envision the yoga Barbie to be like, she's a Barbie who exercises, but she also does ballet. So she's Whoa. wearing exercise pants, but also wow. wearing like a tutu on top, you know. So I think I that these are your kids, MJ. <laughs> know, it's so funny. So funny. It's so funny. I mean, this. Oh, I how much does it go to show <laughs> of that like nature versus nurture? And that like of just like the idea of like, this is just truly who your children are. Yeah. And how That's beautiful is that, that you are not letting, you are letting them flourish. You are letting them explore. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> so much of the like anti-trans panic is like the idea that like trans people are like turning kids trans or like turning, you know, or like going to make right. kids be whatever. And I, my experience of parenting is just like, I could not make these kids have a different gender if I tried. Like they just, <laughs> like they are here to express their gender. And right now it is this and maybe it'll change. Like, but like I can't, they just are who they are. And it, and I was really, my, one of my big goals for parenting was like, I don't want to, like, I don't like femininity for me personally, but I have nothing against it for other people. I don't want to pass on any of my own hangups about the way that femininity felt like kind of oppressive to me. Like, I don't want to. Obviously you're that. not. And thankfully, I don't think I am because I, I got the two most femme children in New I'm York I'm just going to say this right now, though. If Winnie decides to be an Ariana Grande fan, she's out. That's <laughs> it. That's <laughs> where he draws the it's, line. Oh, that's where I draw the fucking line, bro. We can sit here all day, whatever you want to be into. I love you, know you no I matter mean? what, your, except if you like your Ariana ball Grande. ball sport games. Yeah, you need to hide that from me desperately. But you would to... you say that to Taylor Swift if she got knocked up by Nick Cannon? I we can't throw we up can't so go to the next segment until we talk about the fact that Nick Cannon tells Howard Stern that he's open to having his 13th child with Taylor Swift. He says, I'm all in. I think she would relate to me very well. We probably will understand each other. Watch out, Taylor. I just want to throw up and Be careful. Watch out. First of all, watch out, Taylor. I also saw a lot of people being like, Right now, Pete Davidson could do the funniest thing he's ever done. <laughs> do the swoop. Do the swoop. Go get her. Go get her, dude. Now's the time, man. I would man. be blown away if that happened, too. But yeah, I know. Stay away from Nick. And also, that Easter was so... The Sister Wives Easter. The Sister, Sister Wives, Wives Easter. Easter with Nick Cannon. Is. We're not talking <laughs> about Sister Wives, mad. the show... We're talking about Nick Cannon's sister wives, and they all celebrated Easter together. And it was just Nick Cannon dressed up like a big, uh, like the Easter Bunny, creepy Easter Bunny. And he sat, and they just brought the kids to him. They don't know who their father it's is. Like, yeah, okay? It's like a school they trip. They barely already just know. Just rotating yes. the babies in. They definitely don't know who he is. He's wearing an Easter Bunny outfit. And then it's like, oh, ha, ha, the big reveal when I take the hat off and they see it's daddy. They don't know who you are. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, they and they're scared. Really they're either scared of the Easter Bunny or they're scared of you because you're a stranger yeah. to them or now they're scared of both, you know? And I I tried to be like live and let live in terms of Nick Cannon, but there was just something about this Easter Bunny shoot where I was like, this dude does not parent these kids. And this no. is just a, a stunt to be like, yeah, I'll take a picture with all of them, except for the ones. I like how that there's like a lot of the sister, a lot of the baby's mother are like, which I say like attorneys general. That's my little joke that I make about baby's, <laughs> baby's mother. mother. A lot of the baby's mother are all friends and they're all cool and they all hang out together. And then there's a couple that aren't cool and posted on Instagram what they were doing for Easter, which was not yeah, being yeah. around Nick Cannon. Not being no. around Nick. I, I, this, this just pissed me off. And I'm sorry, the whole like, oh, I'll impregnate Taylor Swift thing is like, 
I'm so it's gross. It's gross. like legit I'm gross. Sure, gross. I'm gross. sure Howard Stern teed that up knowing Stern. Totally. He was like, what about Taylor? Taylor Swift but just wait a second. a breakup. Isn't 13 T-Sway's like number? Yes. Uh-huh. No. Yes. She loves her eggs. It could happen. Oh no, it could happen. I just, I can't. I'm beside myself. <laughs> He's so gross. What? It's so do, disgusting. Holden? It makes me so upset. And that Easter is so troubling to look at. The Easter celebration. He's like the clownier he gets the more upset I get. Yes. Like yes. he's mugging, he's mugging for that camera so hard it makes me want to die. Yeah. To be like, I'm around the kids. Yeah. All right. All okay. right. Here we go. Hit me with the share. Do you believe it? Did Leonardo DiCaprio dose James Cameron with PCP? Oh my God. On Titanic? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> now, now, have we talked about it on this show? We must have talked about it. I'm this trying before. to remember to what capacity. I've definitely talked about this story before. It's, I know I've brought it up on lists before. Someone for sure. got dosed, yes, or someone dosed like the cast of, and crew of Titanic with PCP. But. <laughs> This twist is really fun. The idea that it was actually Leo himself. And have you heard this? MJ? No. This has genuinely happened. No. Yeah. All so right. maybe we've talked about it uh, on uh, talking TV. Where? Yeah, I know I've talked about it into a microphone before. This is such a crazy story. I'm so excited to get to tell you this story. MJ. Okay. So this comes. This comes in from Stephen, who writes, "Hello to the Lizard King, Thanksgiving Queen, and non-binary divine being." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, I have a great conspiracy for you all. Leonardo DiCaprio drugged the cast and crew of Titanic with PCP. The fact. So this is. Like the basic story that I already knew, okay. but adding the part where Leo did. <laughs> when they were filming the present day scenes of Titanic, somebody spiked the lobster bisque on the craft service table with what was later proven to be PCP. This is totally true. <laughs> This this caused Dude. many of the cast and crew, including James Cameron and Bill Paxton, to have to go to the hospital because of it. Very expensive. They had to like put like they had to stop production for at least a couple of days. Like I mean, it was bad. It was oh, crazy. oh, here's and this among other things caused. This is all true. James Cameron to get stabbed in the face with a pin by a crazed crew member. And the casting crew broke out into a conga line at the hospital. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh I'm fucking. God. This is. It's I've like definitely so never heard this before. Oh, dude! Crazy. <laughs> oh my god, is that dream come true? <laughs> Jay, I know, right? James Cameron said it was probably caused by a crew member who was fired for arguing with people. Uh, the people hired for catering who snuck on the set and put PCP in the bisque to make everyone sick. Oh, really? Here's the theory. James Cameron is known to be a tyrant on film sets, and apparently it was hell for Leo and Kate Winslet to be in Titanic. So Leo has motivation to get back at James. We've established it. Jonah Hill, who acted with Leo on Wolf of Wall Street, said he would pull, quote, pranks on set, but would take it too far at times. I don't know, as I only watched the movie once and kept getting distracted by this really short, chubby, redheaded guy who kept showing up. Oh my God, it was Henry! Oh my God! (laughs) Leo became friends with the cast who acted in the flashback scenes, especially Kate, so he wouldn't want to have them get accidentally hurt from his prank. It was the present day scene. Uh, The one where they're going down in the ocean and seeing the... Yeah, uh it was the present day cast. It wasn't the the, the, the flashback. An anonymous member of the crew said that one of, quote, the Hollywood people, end quote, was responsible for putting the PCP in the bisque. 
Being a master actor, therefore a master of disguise, Leo could easily sneak onto the set like a future Oscar-winning chameleon. Whoa. Also, as a former drug user, this is a really interesting insight. As a former drug user, I will say it would make more sense that a bourgeois Hollywood person would be able to afford a vial of liquid PCP that he can waste on drugging a pot of lobster bisque, whereas most proletariat crew members can only afford joints and cigarettes dipped in it. Mm -hmm. There were no arrests made for the crime, even though James Cameron claims he knows who probably did it, probably because an A-list heartthrob being arrested for poisoning an entire crew of a movie would cause bad publicity, and Titanic was Cameron's passion project that many predicted was going to bomb at the box office. James Cameron has since not cast Leo in any other movies. Why not, Cameron? What are you afraid of? In conclusion, Leo DiCaprio is a menace to all of society and not just women under 25. (laughs) I rest my case. (laughs) Love you all, Stephen. P.S. I am writing a vampire fantasy novel that I think a lot of people at LPN would love as I'm trying to make the Twin Peaks Neon Genesis Dune of vampire novels. I I can finish it. Hope I can finish it so you all can read it someday, even if you end up hating it. I want to read it. Yeah. That sounds awesome. So, do you believe? Yeah, I th- I think it's very plausible. That's a real. I love when it's an actual, detailed, honest breakdown of why it's possible, especially the liquid PCP vial. I'm sorry, being like lobster something bisque is the funniest thing to spike. So funny. It's like such a rich person food. It's such like oh, a Seinfeldy yeah. kind of. <laughs> Yeah, right. There's also a lobster bisque bit in Seinfeld. Right. If you want to see this um, exact, a very similar thing in a movie form, you can definitely check out Gaspar Noe's Climax, Mm. where um, a whole dance company is also um, given, I believe, PCP, and um, it's very upsetting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think you have that at Gaspar Noe, but um, (laughs) yeah, it's, um, every time I think about this story, I think about the movie Climax, because I saw Climax during quarantine, and I was so upset, and I had nowhere to go. Like, I just remember pacing on my porch, just being like, Oh, man, I've got a lot of thoughts and I've got nowhere to go. Um, So I just wanted to throw that out there. But I believe. I believe. I got so much to think about. I'm like, what role might the basketball diaries have played in in Leo's knowledge of drugs? Although they weren't really doing PCP. And he was very young. Definitely could have been capable of making such an irresponsible, dangerous decision. You know? Yes. He was like, Oh, wow. I'm going to be thinking about this for a long time. (laughs) What a crazy, I love that story. It's one of my favorite like Hollywood movie stories. What a crazy, what a, the conga line is what gets me. (laughs) I love the conga line. The conga line. The the contrast of getting stabbed in the face and doing a conga line really shows like the ups and downs of the PCP. Yeah, like what's going on. That's PCP for ya. Jesus. Well, I guess it's time for the list. Oh! Who's on on the list? list? Jackie! Gotta have that list. Celebrities who let their freak flags fly on bizarre overseas projects. Some of these I ended up looking up and they are bizarre, like Tommy Lee Jones's Suntory Boss Coffee ad. As a strict teacher and a pretty funny ad for Japan's number one canned coffee brand, he uses special powers like shooting laser beams out of his eyes to keep Japanese students in line. He mostly just has to scowl so he completely nails it. But this like what like it wasn't that long ago this is like old Tommy Lee Jones uh-huh. doing this ad and Very it's just fun. I think it's so fun to do something like this where he's like yeah I'll 
I'll have a bunch of laser beams shooting out of my eyes <laughs> oh, to scare yeah. children. Yeah, I can I only care. hope that I get to make a crazy Japanese commercial at some point in my career. That was- Yes, or a German uh, ad as well, like Snoop Dogg did. Snoop Dogg played a sad guy and his turtle sit on a kitchen floor. When out of nowhere, Snoop pops out of the fridge in a tux and a straight-haired wig singing in German. Some models join in and boom, <laughs> vibe mobile. Top up those minutes, baby. Love it. Love it. I... I want to do just random commercial. Like if I-, I could only imagine being at such a level that you could do just random commercials and people just being like, why are they doing this? Like Paul <laughs> Rudd in Jackie Chan presents Gen X Cops 2 Metal Mayhem. <laughs> Rudd plays an FBI agent in this Cantonese movie and he-, he has described the experience as so bizarre. He made up funny English lines, which others on set couldn't understand for his friend's amusement. <laughs> oh, and Jackie Chan wasn't involved at all. <laughs> I do wonder if Paul Rudd knew that Jackie Chan That's actually great. wasn't involved when he signed <laughs> up for what it. A, what a nice guy to be like, I don't understand this movie. I don't know where Jackie Chan is, um, but I'll do it. <laughs> yes. Now this movie, I, I don't know if I want to see this or if it's the last thing I would ever want to see. Have you heard about Outcast with Nicolas Cage and Hayden Christensen? No. Filmed in China's Yunnan province, Cage is at his craziest and Christian is at his laziest as Crusades-era soldiers in this all-around brutal movie with 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. It has the longest list of bad reviews. That is Outcast with Nicolas Cage and Hayden Christensen. Or Hayden Christensen. I just imagine them hanging around being like, yeah, we're soldiers in the Crusades. Yeah, yeah, just like on their phones, not giving a shit. Um, I would definitely love to check out Dennis Hopper, when he was in the height of his popularity in 1995, Hopper was in a Japanese ad for Sumaro cleaning products. He starts as his villainous speed character, then gets belly deep in a bubble bath, plays with a rubber ducky, and cackles like a lunatic. I mean, I think I've just got Dennis Hopper on the brain because after all this Mario talk, Jeff is going to, I don't want to say force me, but we are going to watch the Mario Brothers movie. It was rude, just did an episode on it, yeah. See, I loved it as a kid. Now I know they're hammered. I know all of like all <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, backstory the little, yeah. of the Mario Brothers movie. But as a kid, I think I saw it a hundred times, <laughs> but I haven't seen it since. Uh-huh. Did you rewatch it for the episode? Of course. What do you do? You recommend the plot is impenetrable. Um, it, it's so confusing. Like now that you understand story and stuff a little bit better, you're going to be so confused. And also just like the mix of it's a Mar. I mean, it's the opposite of the movie you saw. It's like a dark CD, like the Blade Runner guy yeah. made, the, made the cityscape. Yeah. It, it's all weird. And like, and there's like bondage gear strippers in like scenes. It's so just tonally confused. <laughs> And I mean, they were literally writing that movie like as they went, like it just made no sense. I just love the fact that John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins, who are supposed to play brothers, by the way, um, are just trashed the (laughs) entire time. Look for a cast on Hoskins' hand because they were so drunk. They did this car stunt and he broke his finger. 
um, uh, because they were just wasted. <laughs> and so you can see in certain shots he has a cast on. Just like getting Ooh. more and more casts throughout the movie yeah. as it goes Yeah, on. just cover it. Just a full body cast <laughs> with the whole costume just like he shoved into the costume. It's so bonk. That whole thing is so bongers. But also, you might find it pretty impenetrable to to see the movie. Uh, it is obvious. It does not exist on like any streamer. Why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I think what does Disney does Disney own it or whatever? Or, or um, what are they trying to bury it or something? Yeah, I think Disney owned it, and I think they probably don't even want it on Disney Plus. Uh, so you can find it on like Internet Archive. You can like Whoa. find it. On, uh, that's the only place we could. Catch I'll track it, it down. Wow. I'll get a I'll buy a DVD of it. Oh my god! Back yeah. in the day, you know. Last yeah. but not least, speaking of Mario, Penelope Cruz for Nintendo 3DS in 2012, she did a series of global ads dressed as Super Mario, a Japanese company hiring a Spanish actress to play an Italian plumber was pretty strange, especially because it's unclear if she'd ever played a DS before or after the ad. <laughs> Hi, why did they have Penelope Cruz so bizarre. play Mario? I love it. Very weird, but lots of there's lots of Mario in the air right yeah. now. I don't know if you can yeah, feel the I'm coins. so blessed by the Nintendo lords, but what is that? But they give it and they take it away because then love is dead, so I don't even care. Love Mario. is dead, yeah. Isn't man. that kind of sad? You're looking forward to something. I want the, the, the month of Mario, but I can't really lose myself to it because I'm already lost in heartbreak. Yeah. 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 I don't know how you're going to get through this one. You wait until she starts. What would you do if she started um, being with Nick Cannon? I mean, I don't, I guess I'd like, I, yeah, I'd probably flay myself or like, <laughs> definitely I'd probably flay myself and set my hair on fire. For yeah. The very yeah. Least. All right. Good. I was hoping it was going to be something like that, but I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. God, that'd be awesome. Stop. Shut up. Are you, are you sure you're going to be emotionally <laughs> ready to handle a reel next week when you're this upset? Maybe we should only say yeah. nice things to each other. <laughs> yes. Maybe no, we should no, say we nice should things to each other. We stuff to each other. No, we keep it nice. <laughs> no, we're doing a, we're doing rosebuds, everybody. Rose buds. No, we're doing rosebuds. It's going to be the rose ceremony. Oh, rose. Yeah, so it's not your clitoris, Jackie. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Thinking about about that's making me want to go blind. I know. (laughs) This A list actress slash director says that after she decided to not cast an A list actor for a role, she started finding dead birds and mice all around her home. Thanks. He is the one responsible. Okay, so. I've got a bunch of rats outside my house. Is it because of some professional? Are do it could be a professional thing. It's from Holden and I. It's like, was I late to the show once and now you're sending all the rats to my house? Yep. Whoever this are is, it might just be dead? rodents around your house, okay? <laughs> Good God. Many dead ones? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we left the dead ones. All the alive ones, that's up to New York. <laughs> that's a, not us. Could be a haunting of Hill House scenario. Ooh. We don't know. <laughs> but what we do know is this uh, actress-director's name. Who? What actress-director has all the drama Olivia swirling Wilde. around Olivia Wilde. And what actor did she not cast in Don't Worry Darling? She cast him at first, and then... Threw him on the under the bus. 
Joaquin Phoenix. No. What? Wasn't it Joaquin Phoenix? No, it's a different That's a different crazy it's the oh. less talented crazy weirdo that gets cast in Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. That's why. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Shia Shia was initially cast to play the role of Jack, but was removed from the project project due to scheduling issues, or at least that's what they claimed at the time. Olivia later claimed that he was, quote, not an easy guy to work with, and that she had a strict no assholes policy on set. Shia later provided the receipts via text messages between him and Olivia and a video even from Olivia saying in which she said she was heartbroken by his decision to leave the project, that she was not ready to give up on him, that she wanted him there. And then she like still backed up her claim. She was like, I'm like a mama lion on the set. I like to protect my actors. And he was just bad news. It was like, but you have all these texts and stuff saying that you were like devastated that he left the project and that it was more due to scheduling issues. So yeah, isn't that so the tea on that? She is suggesting that Shia LaBeouf is leaving dead rodents around her house, despite yes. the fact that we have a video of her being like, "Yes, mm, I'm so sorry, Shia, maybe Miss Flo will get her act together. Remember the Miss Flo part of that video? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we know that you didn't even have it and it wasn't an animus parting you guys were fine and now you're blaming all the dead rodents around your house on Shia LaBeouf listen I'm not trying to defend Shia LaBeouf about anything but I'm also not trying to defend <laughs> Olivia Wilde yeah she's yeah. indefensible yeah, 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 I yeah. also love maybe she has a lot I bet she's made a lot of enemies I wonder who knows maybe it was old uh, what's his name maybe Mr. there's Mr. a cat Mr. in the neighborhood Sudeikis? who lived yeah, maybe, maybe, Sudeikis. Sudeikis. maybe it was Sudeikis. maybe it's yeah I would guess my maybe. ex-husband before Shia LaBeouf definitely but also maybe it's a cat I'm starting to think <laughs> maybe it's, it's Joe Alwyn if you think about the connection Whoa. there you've got Harry Styles you've got Taylor Swift you've, they're all in the mix and I think it might be Joe Alwyn himself, that bastard. You think How that could you all throw this sex? away? How do you throw away a woman like that in the trash? Do you think he dumped Are you her? you kidding me? He should have done whatever she wanted. If she was like, I need you to cut the entire tip of your dick uh, off, he should have done it. Apparently it was amicable. Uh, like, apparently it was amicable, it was, yes. and they just grew apart. But you know what, dude? Nut it up, bro. <laughs> Fake it. <laughs> you got the world in your hands. You got everything. You Not anymore, though, Holden. Not anymore. God damn it, dude. Sometimes- Can you imagine this? Uh, not to say I know that we're calling him a bastard, but um, even though I don't think that I he wanna is. I want to capture him. I, I want to capture him and hold him and just keep him. Poor. <laughs> like poor Joe and having to deal with the Swifties. Yeah, he probably has to get off social media for a while. I want to put right? him his in whole a, life. I want to put yeah. him in Army Hammer's dad's gross Not dump chair. chair. Yeah, no, I want to put him in the, the cage chair. and I'll just take dirty dumps no, all over his stupid head. You fucking chair. idiot! Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm not calling anyone to arms right now, okay? That's not what I'm doing. Oh, you're okay. just invoking yeah, you Army Hammer's not. dad's chair, which we all know is a torture device. It's, of some it's sort. a torture chair. Jesus Christ! I'm just saying, you know, it's uh, it's out of my hands, but I wish it was in them. <laughs> the, the meme actor, the meme actor, and the reality star with a side gig—that is not the person who has been spending most nights at his house. The meme actor yeah. and the reality star. We talked about him earlier. Oh, Timothy and Kyle. Yeah, apparently there's a different person sleeping in his bed most nights at his well, Who house. is yeah, it? Do we I don't know. We don't know. Naughty, naughty. I wonder if it's Joe. Could be Joe Allen. <laughs> He's on the lamb. But wait, this is not a blind where it tells us we know who the third person is, right? This is a blind where... Some- yeah, it's a blind where we just know Timothy and Kylie, Got but it. I just think that maybe it's Joe. Because <laughs> I just don't... Uh, that's the only thing that would make sense to me in this cruel fucking world. I mean, world. I, I, I would watch the tape. 
Maybe I'm not going to say I'm not going to watch the day. Yeah, yeah, I bet Joe's like into some really interesting stuff. That would make you know Joe I mean? Alwyn much more interesting to me. Oh. To be no offense to Taylor Swift, but if wow. you just fucking Timothy Chalamet. I hate to say this, MJ, but you are kind of dead to me yeah. right now. And that's just the way it has to be. That might have been too far. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that's pretty dead to me. So I'm going to go listen to the entire catalog now and wow. continue to prepare for my viewing of Vera's. Um, yeah, I just don't think it's the right time, man. I think she needs to be happily in a situation right now to get through eras, and then they need to get married, and then another two years, then a divorce, then the divorce album. You fucked it up, Joe. You fucked it up. <laughs> would you Would you propose to her if you could? If I know I you don't want her it sexually. Would save her. If I knew it would be good for her deep down in my heart, it is something I would do. But no, I want her essence. I want. I don't need to be in proximity. In fact, I feel like it would be too much pressure if she was asking me for advice and seeing, you know what I mean? It would be too much, I feel like, for me. I need to be admiring her, you know what I mean? But yeah. if I, if she needed me as her muse, I would absolutely do that. What if, you know what what I mean? if one of our tour dates coincides with an heiress tour date, but like she has a night off that night of our show and she came to our show? Would you like come or would you like die you know like what would happen <laughs> those are the only options yeah why do I have come to come or, or die? die I think those are the only options I'd probably you, come or die I'd feel a little Weep. like there might be a T-Swift segment in the show so that would be kind of awkward yeah, oh that would be that awkward would be. <laughs> yeah that would definitely be right talk about like murdering for her and stuff. <laughs> mm, yeah you do, do I that. think I'd be like she'd probably like really not be happy with that maybe yeah, yeah she might not be she might not dig that whatever you need girl just let me know or Taylor's people if you're listening if you need my help mm. I'm, I'm here yeah just sure. let us know yeah. All right, last one. Another day, another story about how this A-list writer slash sometimes actress really was probably writing her biography when she wrote the script for an oft-quoted movie. There are people churned in her wake she did not treat well. She was on a popular comedy show, and then she wrote a very popular movie. And the movie's about bad people. It's called. It's called. <laughs> so she wrote a movie. Yes. She was in a popular comedy show. Maybe. A sitcom. Uh, she was on a, a variety show kind of thing, and then a sitcom. Without spelling it out too much, she's a. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, burp. <laughs> she's a re- she's oh, arena. She's, she's a arena. Burp. She's arena. Ah, uh, she's a, oh she's, she's a B word. No, she's a. <laughs> oh, she's a Russian. <laughs> No, it's the name of the movie. What she is is the name of the movie. It's two words. Why did you bring up first arena? word? For arena from Love Is yeah. Blind, right? Yeah, yeah. What what was arena on the show? A bitch or a what was she being towards the other ladies on the show? She was being a femme fatale. Seriously, <laughs> everyone's screaming. This is like going back to the Timothy Chalamet. Everyone's Everybody knows the answer. It's two you don't words. realize how, how hard it is when you're just staring into the nothing, trying to think, trying to use the Rolodex inside she's, of your brain. She's a burp, burp. She's a burp, burp. She is a <laughs> what are two you villain? Words. She's a villain. She's two words. Bro. It's two words, motherfucker. <laughs> what was she to the other people Huge on the show? Bitch. I don't know. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, an effing cock. Oh my god, the first word starts with an M. What is Ma- I said, motherfucker, already. <laughs> she's a perfect. She's, 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 
She is a <laughs> This is I feel like I'm gonna crawl. I'm gonna rip my eyes out. What? She's a burper. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. She's a burper. Her all name right. is Let's two get names. Into this. Her full name is two names, like most people. Leah Michelle. No. Um her What was Leah name. Michelle on her set? She was a burp burp. What was she? B word. It starts with an M. The second word starts with a G. Are you kidding me right now? It is the one movie. Mama Grande. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If she's not a, if you're younger than a woman, you are a girl. Yes. What's the first word? Mean girl. Yes. You fucking <laughs> idiot. But this is more like you fucking moron idiot. Stupid dumb moron. Fey, there's so many better ways <laughs> to get us to say Tina Fey. She's you saying murp. Well, that's Arena on the show. She's you said it over and over again. Everyone said about Arena, she was a mean girl on the show. She was doing mean girl stuff on Love is Blind. That's like, I can't believe you would have picked Please up. Please write in a Podcast at gmail.com if you could come up with better hints than she's a murmur for trying to I figure said she's out Tina Fey. I said she's Arena. How can I not be more specific? Again, Arena was a mean girl. Said- but she was a mean girl. We kept saying, oh, she's doing mean girl stuff. Like that's how people kept referring to her. I'm dying. I, I, see, where, I see now where your brain is. I see now. I see it now. But she's God. a murp, murp, murp really was getting lodged inside of my brain. Oh, uh, so wait, what did Tina Fey do? What did Tina Fey do? Writer Rosalind Wiseman, whose book Queen Bees and Wannabes was adapted into the film Mean Girls and has spoken out about how she only made $400,000 on the deal for the rights of the book and not a penny more when she sold the film rights in 2002. She's been like constantly for the past several, obviously since the movie came out, she's been fighting to try to get, she's not seen a dime of like the royalties from the musical, from the movie's insane success, all of it. She's uh, So she has a whole article out about that. I don't know how like valid her claims are or anything like that, but she's just very outspoken about it. she got fucked in that deal. Tina Fey has admitted to being a mean girl in high school. She said, I was the mean girl. I admitted openly. That was a disease that had to be conquered. It's another coping mechanism. It's a bad coping mechanism. But when you feel less than in high school, everyone feels less than everyone else for different reasons. In your mind, it's a way of leveling the playing field, though, of course, it's not. Saying something terrible about someone else does not actually level the playing field. She's such a mean girl. Whoa. She's bad. She's real bad. Yeah, well, Millie Bobby Brown just got engaged. That's right. So. I forgot. Yeah, I saw that news. Yeah, Millie. I don't know how to feel about that, though. She's so young. 19. And 19. how old is the guy? 19. Oh, well, it's Bon Jovi's son. Isn't he much what? older? What? Yeah, dude. How oh. do you feel about that, MJ? I, I, I was just, I didn't know it was Bon Jovi's son. I got something to say pleasantly surprised. He's 20. He's 20 okay, and she's 19. All this right. is just, mm. I mean, I'm sure that they are a different, like, I would say, being that famous, yeah, that you young, I'm quicker, sure they're a different age than I'm calling 19, it now. This is marriage number one. I'm yeah. calling it right now. That's way too young to get married, in my too. opinion. But you know what? Some you know but what, other man? people, yeah, someone's going to write some people. in. I think, and, I think yeah. it's, if it works for you, hell yeah. So you know what? Mazel. Mazel. Wish him the best. I wish you the best. I, 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 I wonder, I guess my advice for anybody that young, madly in love, I think my advice still would be like, why don't you guys just enjoy life, be together, and wait till you're like 22? Like, give it just why? Why rush into that? Why? Why get married at 19? 
be in a relationship, be completely committed to each other, but you're about to undergo some massive insane changes. Bra- your brain so is much. not finished developing. Yeah. Your brain is not yet. Yeah. Give it till your give your prefrontal cortex a couple more years to right. shake out before you get married. That yeah. is my advice. Like I don't necessarily think that they're doomed or anything, but I just think that that's such an important time to be not lawfully wet. <laughs> you know. Yeah. On the other hand, sometimes I do think. You know, if I had had kids when I was twenty, I would yeah. be basically almost done right now. You know? Oh man! So, oh yeah! Yeah, I would. I would. I, I could you imagine that, that having, really works well for some people? I don't know, but could you imagine going through that in your twenties? I feel like I'd a would be terrible for the kid. You know what I mean? And B, I guess a little different too because they have so much money. I think for it's me, the it money. Been, I think the money I was is a, different. And for me, it would have been because I wasn't like emotionally ready. But I, yeah. when I was pregnant at work, there was a coworker of mine who got, I think, I'm not sure if it was surprised or not surprised, but she was quite young, I think maybe 19 or 20, and she got pregnant. And I was like, so I was like the old pregnant person and she was the young pregnant person. And I was like, you know, I'm happy for you. Like, you're going to be a great, you know, you're going to be a great mom. You're going to be a great parent. And, you know, for her, I was, I thought about it a lot because I was like, you're just going to have a totally different experience. Like, yeah, you're like in college right now and that's going to be really challenging. Um, and also you have like, you know, young parents and, young, you know, young, this whole extended family who can help and it was just you know very very different experience to have kids at that age but uh, there's so much like judgment on it that i and after i had a kid i had a it wasn't like i was like yeah having a teen pregnancy would be awesome but like i can understand why that's appealing for some people you know Uh Yeah, get it out of the way. Get it get out of the done. way. Get it Live done. your life in your, you know, in your late thirties and forties instead of I lived my life, you know, richly and recklessly in my twenties. All right, you're making me want to blow my brains out. Can we just end this? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> all right, living my life. I'm getting out there. Yes, no, you know we're both. Mean? Well, I mean, we're I'm not right now because love is dead. But you know, when love is not dead, <laughs> hopefully Taylor can find I'm somebody. I'm having a blast. I don't know about you guys. All right, I I'm need, having a wonderful okay, time. Okay, and I think I need you to be a little more upset for me if not for Taylor, you know what I mean? So Yeah, man. All right. Well, we'll definitely spend the rest of the day in silence after this episode is over. How <laughs> Sounds about that? good. I love it. Send your condolences to Holden. There yeah, you go. Page yeah, seven by the way, if you want to send me a DM, not like mocking me or like shitting on me, but if you want to be like, hey, you know, I'm sorry for your loss and like I love you and I love Taylor. But also if you happen to throw a little like looks like don't a matter yeah, yeah, or, or something, something like that. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, understand. A little looks, so keep me in my place. I mean, <laughs> slightly. Um, I all still right. think about a Holden looks so don't funny. matter McNeely. <laughs> you looks, are proof that looks don't matter. My mom said you are proof that looks do not matter. <laughs> <laughs> and before I was like, Jackie's brilliant and everything. You know what I mean? It's like you guys have such good compliments. I loved it, man. You can see again, though, right? I can see again. Oh, my We're God. We're at the end of the show, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Welcome back. And thank you guys so much for joining us on this week's episode of Page 7. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. You can come hang out with me over on Twitch.tv forward slash Oh No, It's Jackie. On Sundays, we play Dating Sims with Lisa Rose. And on Tuesdays, we talk to Dr. Jordan about our sex questions. And on Wednesdays, we play everybody from the network as a sim. So come and hang out. Love it, dude. Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com yes! for tickets for this new stretch of the tour. Yes! We're coming all over the 
whole nation, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Yes, we are going to Salt Lake City. We're going to Denver. We're going to Vegas. We're going to Portland. We're going to Tacoma. We're going to Oklahoma City, Kansas City, St. Louis. And by the end of this week, we are also going to have our September dates and cities released. So look out for that on lastpodcastnetwork.com. Love it. Also, check out patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. If you want to get weekly bonus content for just $5 a month, Jackie's book reads to tell you if you want to hear about teats, if you want to understand what yes. all that teep talk tea was talk. about. Uh, also, though, we do the leftovers we're about to record after this, so silence will have to wait for a little while all right, longer we'll wait. All right. as we'll cover all the articles we didn't get to in the show proper, and of course, ad-free episodes on the main feed are all on that $5 layer. It's an incredible value add. Also, $10 a month. Join us on Thursdays on Discord for our uh, Jersey Shore watch-alongs. We're watching Family Vacation now, the uh, kind of like the follow-up series. And it's it's great. And it's... Uh, it is so good. I, I don't want to say delivering. it's good as the original. Yeah, yeah it's like absolutely. Unbelievable. Yes. And uh, check me out on twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Monday through Friday streams uh, with the capper being the Friday jacking with the holdies that I do with Jackie every single week. It's always a fucking blast. So join us there. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. MJ. My name is MJ and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Hell yeah. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Dunkin' Cold Coffee can be brewed at home in your Keurig coffee maker with Dunkin' Cold K-Cup Pods. Just brew it hot over ice and enjoy flavor that's crafted to serve cold. The home with Duncan is where you want to be. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.